Many years ago, there lived a mighty Pasha in the East who was the right-hand man of the Caliph himself. This mighty Pasha had his residence in the city of Beirut, where there was a large Jewish community. For many years, this mighty Pasha had oppressed his Jewish subjects, and he was always seeking out new ways and means to take money from them. The richer he grew, the stronger grew his desire for yet more wealth. One year, about two weeks before Purim, he called the leaders of the Jewish community to his palace. I, the mighty Pasha, by the grace of Allah and the Caliph in Baghdad, call you to judgment. I have learned that I am a descendant of the great Haman, Prime Minister of King Achashverosh, whom your ancestors led to the gallows. My great ancestor Haman, as you know, paid King Achashverosh 10,000 kikars of silver with which he bought all of the Jewish subjects of Achashverosh in the 127 provinces of his empire. But your magicians, Mordechai and Esther, cast a spell stronger than Haman's, got the upper hand, and caused the death of my ancestor and his ten sons. Now, I should really put you to death to avenge my illustrious ancestor. However, I will be lenient. I will be merciful. I only demand that you refund me the 10,000 kikars of silver which my ancestor lost through your ancestors, for I am the rightful heir of Haman. I give you exactly two weeks to bring 10,000 kikars of silver into my treasury. When the moon will be full again this month, this money must be here in my palace. If you fail, I will issue the same decree which my ancestor Haman had issued in those days, namely, to destroy, to kill, and to make perish all of the Jews, men, women, and children, living in my land. And though my ancestor may have failed, I will not. Now go. With heavy hearts, the Jewish leaders left the palace of the cruel Pasha. Where shall we get so much silver to appease the Pasha? they wondered. All the treasures of India would not satisfy him. We have but one thing to do, to gather in Shul and daven to Hashem, exactly as our ancestors did in the days of Mordechai HaYehudi and Esther HaMalka. And so, for many days, 
the Jews gathered in their shoals. They davened and fasted day after day, begging HaKadosh Baruch Hu to save them from the hand of the cruel Pasha. Many miles away, in the holy city of Sfas, in Eretz HaKodesh, the Holy Land, there lived a tzaddik named Rabbi Yitzchak. This tzaddik, before whom nothing was hidden, knew of the troubles and sufferings of his fellow Jews all over the world. He also knew of the terrible calamity that threatened the Jewish community in Beirut. The voices of his Jewish brothers and sisters going out to Hashem in Tefillah reached his ears and he joined them in fervent Tefillahs. Then he knew that their Tefillahs were answered and that the Jews would be saved. He sent a letter of encouragement to his brothers and sisters in Beirut, telling them, Do not fear the cruel Pasha. Trust in Hashem to save you. And save you, Hashem surely will. The tzaddik told them in his letter not to raise any money to give the Pasha, for not their money, but their emuna in Hashem would save them. When this letter came from the tzaddik, the Yidden in Beirut took courage and dried their tears. It was Chedesh Adar, the month of Simcha, and they began straight away to make preparations to celebrate Purim as happily as ever. One stormy night, a dark night, Rain poured down in torrents, and the wind howled through Beirut, making everyone shake with fear. Nobody slept that night, except for the cruel Pasha, snug and comfortable in his palace, in the happy thought that his treasury would soon contain 10,000 silver kikars from the Jews. That night, the Pasha had a strange dream. He saw himself in the marketplace of Beirut, facing a huge gallows, 50 cubits high. He saw 11 mean-looking men hanging from the gallows, and next to them he saw an empty noose hanging, waiting for a twelfth victim. The pasha trembled with fear looking at the gallows. I wonder for whom this twelfth noose is made ready, he thought. Suddenly, an old man appeared with a white beard, looking like a malach. You villain, said the old man. Don't you recognize your ancestor Haman and his ten sons hanging on the gallows? That's the eleven people you see. The twelfth noose is ready for you. Soon, you will be hanging from it. Oh, holy one, cried the pasha in his dream, please spare me. 
I will promise to do anything you say. I beg you, spare my life for the sake of my wife and children. You wicked man, replied the old man. How dare you plead for mercy when there is no mercy in your cruel heart? Did you have a kind thought for the thousands of Jewish men, women, and children whom you threatened to destroy in your land? I promise you, said the Pasha, I will not touch a single hair on the head of any of my Jewish subjects. Please have mercy on my sinful soul. Very well, said the old man. I will spare your life on one condition. You sign a document and seal it, and in the document you will write that you have received 10,000 silver kikars from the Jews on behalf of the Caliph of Baghdad. Shaking with fear, the Pasha wrote out a receipt for 10,000 silver kikars from the Jews on behalf of the Caliph, just like the old man told him. The Pasha signed it and sealed it. He was about to hand it to the old man when a huge gust of wind snatched the document from his hand and blew it away into the clouds. A crash of thunder and lightning followed, and the Pasha awoke with a start in his palace. He sat up, looked around, and realized that it was only a nightmare. What a silly dream, said the Pasha, before he went back to sleep. On and on, the parchment was carried through the clouds, until it landed with a crash through the window of the tzaddik, Rabbi Yitzchak of Svas, who was sitting in his talus and tefillin, learning the holy Torah. The tzaddik picked up the document from his table, read it, and a happy smile covered his face. He wrapped it up in a piece of white cloth and sent it with one of his trusted Talmudim to the head of the Kehila in Beirut. Along with it, he sent a message to the Jews there, telling them to keep the document a secret and not to disclose to anyone the contents of this valuable document until the day when the payment was due. The fateful day of Purim arrived. A full moon appeared in a cloudless sky. Immediately, the Pasha sent for the Jewish leaders. Well, he said, have you brought the 10,000 silver kikars? If not, you and your brethren will perish immediately. The army is standing by. The head of the Jews then took out the parchment and handed it to the Pasha. Here, let the Pasha read what he has written with his own hand. When the Pasha looked at the document, he grew pale and began to shake. He recognized the parchment he had written in his dream, and before his eyes 
he saw the gallows fifty cubits high, with eleven men hanging from it, and a twelfth noose waiting for him. A shudder passed through his body. I see now that the God of the Jews does not slumber or sleep, said the Pasha. You will all be spared, of course. I have but one request. Daven for me that your mighty God should spare me. I promise I will never do you any harm as long as I may live. It was a very happy Purim for the Yidden of Beirut. For not only were they all saved by a miracle of God, but the cruel Pasha had turned into a kind and merciful ruler who knew that his very life depended upon his good treatment of his Jewish subjects.